This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Throughout my life, I, I think being willing to learn new skills has been inbred in me because it's been the way that I've, I've thought that I could survive. survive, survive. You know, as a kid, what it was being the only black kid, the only African, the youngest, the only this, the only that, I felt like I needed to find ways to stand out. I remember in college, um, before everyone was up on, was up on Twitter, I was like, I, I'm going to graduate in four years, and I'm going to be competing with a lot of people in marketing, because I, I said, maybe I'll be a good marketer. But I have to find a way to differentiate myself. So I focused on spending as much time on Twitter to get as much followers as I could because I felt like it was going to be a big thing. And if I could grow an audience on Twitter, um, that's something that anyone I was competing with would not have. Um, when I was trying to learn basketball, you know, for me, it was making sure I knew anything and everything that I so that anyone, if anyone had a conversation with me, you know, there'll be no way that they could stop me. It was always out of that desire to survive and make sure that I, I didn't, um, you know, I, I didn't lose, essentially. I'm very competitive. When the podcast came and I sort of put it out there in the world that I was going to launch a podcast without knowing what a podcast was, I it went to hyperdrive. I went into overdrive and, I, and I, I just basically bought a course on it and I just taught myself everything that I could and I, you know, and, and I just hit Skype and started recording. I'd, I'd never done interviewing. I'd done interviewing before, but not to the level that I was going to be doing podcasting. But I think my accident taught me that life was too short and then there was no point, you know, holding back in anything. When you face your mortality, it has a funny way of showing you that the things that you thought mattered don't matter as much. So you, you lose all, all side of being embarrassed. You lose all, all side of being, being made fun of because you've seen it. You've like almost seen your death and you're like, you know what? Nothing else can be lower than this. If, 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 if at best I'm going to, to learn something, whether it's a failure or a success. So I think I lost the, uh, the, 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 the fear of failure out of that accident. And I just wanted to try everything. Uh, I graduated, I, I, and I, I launched my company, UID Media, and it basically was a company founded on my mission statement, which is use your difference to make a difference. And I was publishing my podcast on it, as well as managing about 50 to 60 writers across six, six continents. I was basically having them send me stories about what it's like to live in different parts of the world, as well as um, um, their perspective on, on certain issues, unfiltered. Um, I, I've always thought the media is the best way to to, to to tell an, uh, to make an impact because it, it tells stories that people don't want to hear. But I've, my frustration with the existing media landscape is that it's owned by maybe two or three people and they're hidden agendas behind almost every media platform. So I wanted to make it as unfiltered as possible. Um, so that was what I was doing. I was managing content. I wasn't making any money out of that, but I was getting a lot of um, uh, recognition. And for me, that to me, building that platform was, was important because I felt like I was telling the right stories. It's funny. I said I said I got 
I took my MBA to appease my parents to make sure I wasn't living the starving artist life. But I ended up living the starving artist life because I would take the the odd consulting jobs, like help, help people out with social media pages or or help someone launch this show or something like that. Basically, whatever skills that I could have, I would use that to pay the bills. And um, a funny thing happened um, just when I, you know, I, I had almost hit like this breaking point. I was like, okay, I, you know, I, it's great that you have this personal brand. It's recognizable. And you can get certain speaking engagements, but how do you make this sustainable? My mentor, who I came to see in New York City that time to watch the game, called me up to the office, his office that he's the president of. It's called Q Dedication. And he said, hey, they're launching a, a division called Branded You, and they need someone to come lead it and be the face of it uh, because, you know, it's basically channeled towards millennials, and you have a millennial audience. You build a following. You also know what it's like to build a media, media infrastructure. And then he went to explain that Branded You was um, – what it is, is is a career discovery site for today's generation featuring exclusive career advice and jobs uh, that get millennials started on their career journeys. So if you, you're passionate about a certain industry or a certain field, what the job would entail would be figuring out um, the right people and the right individuals in the industries from the right brands that they love to come talk about um, these, um, just a career path and how they got there. I remember not in, looking at him and nodding my head. I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I can see why I can see the need for it. I mean, it's been my life finding my career passion, finding something I'm passionate about. So yeah, I, I love that idea. It's great. And then he looked at me and turned to me and said, I want you to lead it, Tyo. I looked at him and I said, do you, me? Because I had become so used to like not getting my way and just having to fight for everything. Yeah, and he responded like, yeah, you. I mean, you've done that with UID Media. I mean, you've been doing this for two years and we've been watching how you built your audience and podcast. And you've essentially built a media platform where you manage a bunch of these content. So uh, why not? And it just gave me a moment of clarity where no matter how hard, you know, those moments when you're working hard and you feel like no one's watching, someone is always watching. And when he said that to me, I just remember thinking, this is the craziest thing ever. I moved to New York City to figure out what my passion was. And I knew it was in media. I didn't quite know what it was. A series of events led me to start with podcasts, which is my foray into that. And that gave, get, gave me some notoriety. But I was still frustrated because I didn't feel like I was doing something that was having a clear destination. And here I am sitting in an office here and you telling me we want you to be to lead to basically found this this company and lead the uh, um, the media division and, and head it. I asked myself, I wonder what, what would have happened if I had taken that job at Deloitte or I had gone down the, the traditional route. And I just remember smiling to myself and being incredibly proud that 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 day that I had an accident happened because I don't think I would have made or taken all the risks that I that I took, which ultimately led me to be able to 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 lead um, a media division in a company. If you, you remember, you were a kid when you said, "I wanted to be, uh, I want to be in sports. I want to be in music. I want to be into you know into media." But you didn't quite have access to people that could tell you what it's like. Um, that's what we're solving, and, and 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 we basically get as professionals to talk about the actual day-to-day unfiltered behind the scenes type of deals that you wouldn't you wouldn't get um exclusively from the brands that you actually love so it's the that's why it's branded you it's from the brands that you love whether it's nike whether it's airbnb whether it's facebook you get the exclusive day-to-day tips and it does two things you can see it and listen to them and say oh i thought i wanted to be that but maybe that's not for me 
or you could watch it and see like, wow, I didn't know that you could do this in fashion. I think by helping people pursue their passions, they ultimately are able to use their difference to make a difference. It's better to live a life of, of um, I did it than a life of what, what if. You know, you don't want to be that guy or girl that's watching Shark Tank and said, I had that idea 10 years ago. If only I had executed, I wonder if I would have been different right now. One of the things that I, I've, I've come to actually get um, uh, better at is, is I think people fall into, this is another fear tactic. People fall into the trap where they're comparing themselves to others. I think that's probably one of the worst things you can do when you when you compare yourself to others because everybody has unique career paths. Um, I can, there was a video that goes like, at the age of 23, Tina Fey was working at the YMCA. You know, at the age of 23, Oprah was fired from her first reporting job. And at the age of 24, Stephen King was working as a janitor and living in a trailer. So I, I compare my, you know, if you look at this type of things, it just lessens the fear that you would have because it's never too late to start something. It's just, I think if people start taking it like in every day at a time, like I'm just going to do one thing that I'm afraid of today. And then I'm going to do two things tomorrow, then three things. You start to realize that. But I also think if you have a mindset where you're like, I'm going to do it at my own, as, as authentic as it is to me, I'm not going to do it comparing myself to anybody else, then you'll be fine. Because it's easy to look at Samuel L. Jackson and Morgan Freeman now and like, oh, my goodness, you guys in every movie, it must have been easy for you to get there. But then if, I, if, if you don't know the backstory, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was an alcoholic um, guy who was, was an addict, cocaine. And... You're telling me at 42 is when you finally started getting all these roles? Are you kidding me? It, it, it's, it's, things get into perspective when you start seeing that everybody has their own journey and you never know what they're taking. So you might as well just go through whatever hard times you have because the end um, will ultimately be, be uh, worth it if you're following passion. My name is Ty Roxon. Thank you for listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. And what I want you to do is become a person of action, not of reaction. I want you to use your difference to make a difference. Realize that you have an influence and that can make an impact. And I also want you to understand that you can act global as well as think digitally. You can find me on several places, but my, uh, my premier job right now is, with, uh, is to be the editor-in-chief of Branded You, where we help people pursue their passions and, and um, careers that they love. And that's at brandedyou.com. But... For everything that I'm, I'm involved with and everything that, uh, that involves inspiring people to, to, to live the lives that they're meant to be, check out Ty Rocks in, on Twitter. And I'm uh, very, very responsive on there. On there, on there, on there.